Um, I think he is a Dodgers fan. There's oh, a, is he? There's an article here that says Danny DeVito meets his favorite Dodger player. Oh, and there's a picture of him in a Dodgers jersey. I figure he would be a Dodgers fan. Yeah, look at that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I forget he has white hair now because he, he dyes it for the show for Always Sunny. Oh, yeah, there's a good gif. Yeah, uh, that... That might deserve a post yeah, I'll <laughs> of save. some sort. I'll save that. Uh, <laughs> Has nothing to do with what we're talking about. But we, if, we won't we won't caption it or anything. We'll just post it. If you if you're a listener of this <laughs> podcast, if you exist, um, you know that we um we always have Danny DeVito with us. He's always in our hearts. He's in our room, actually. Yes. He's um <laughs> in a fashion at least. And um, it's good. Yep. <laughs> He's wearing a Dodgers hat today. He is wearing a Dodgers hat. Um, He's just switching it up a bit, changing his style. But uh, tonight, we are talking about... We're talking... And I guess doing a little review of um, Willie's Wonderland. Yeah, we, we've hinted at this. Well, we did more than hint. We just said we would do it. So that I would say that on our standards, that's a hint. (laughs) We say we're gonna do lots of things. Yeah, we do, and we end up doing some of them. Some of them sometimes. The lesson here is our word means nothing. And (laughs) don't ever listen to us. Well, no, listen to us. Just don't prescribe to what we say. Yes. (laughs) Now, um. You got to listen to everything we say. Or what's the point? Why are we even doing this? <laughs> but yeah, we're, we're going to talk about Willy's Wonderland. It's uh, the latest Nick Cage movie. I would say the Nick cage <laughs> We're currently in the Nick cage Yeah. Along with the Keanu-sants. Yeah, the Keanu-sants. Um, yeah, we, the golden, there was the golden era of Nick Cage. Mm-hmm. Back with Raising Arizona and uh, well, that's a good movie. And uh, going, Nas- going on National Treasure, Ghost Rider, Ghost Rider. <laughs> yeah, Face uh, Off, yeah, Face Off. That- Him and uh, John Travolta, <laughs> yeah. I heard that's getting a sequel or a reboot of some sort. It better still have John Travolta. Is it John Travolta playing each other? Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. That's the golden era. And then there was a there was a. Uh, a time a dark ages where he owed a lot of money to the IRS so he's just in every movie yeah and he, a lot of bad ones and he you know he did that one movie with Hayden Christensen where they were like Knights Templars oh um, yeah <laughs> I heard that one's good fun for how bad it is yeah <laughs> yeah um, swords He's in a lot of like patriotic movies. He's yeah. in a lot of like taken ripoffs. Yeah. There's a know, lot of those. The, it's the era where his best movie he did was like the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Right. <laughs> Although, yeah. and it's not for everybody, that's for sure. And I know some people that hate it, but I do recommend Mandy. We're not talking about oh, that. Yeah. But I recommend it. And also, um, he was in a recent adaptation of The Color Out of Space. Oh yeah, I've not the watched HP that. Lovecraft yet. story. It's pretty good, and it's 
classic crazy Nick Cage, which is what we love and it's what we want yeah, to see. Yeah, we've been going through the the Nick Cage assaults uh, of uh, you know. He's, he's been doing, starting to be in like good movies he's again. Been, he's sometimes been, he's been in uh, more. He's been in a lot more like indie movies. Um, yeah. People are starting to appreciate him for his style of acting. Um, yeah, we we love him. Oh, I adore Nick Cage. He's a, he's one of my heroes. You know, maybe one day we'll have Nick Cage cut out. But I feel like because <laughs> he's a tall guy, he's a tall, pretty big guy. I feel like that would be intimidating. You just walk in your room. Yeah, that would be very intimidating to have a Nick Cage cut out standing in the bedroom. I mean, Danny DeVito has a nice presence, but even that's freaky to walk into. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at his uh, IMDb page here. He was in The Croods. He was. I've never, I didn't see that movie. Technically, those are <laughs> the biggest movies he's been in recently. Yeah. He was in Into the Spider-Verse. And that, too. He was, he was uh, Spider-Noir. Yeah. Spider-Man Noir. Um, and he couldn't see color. And that was, like, Oh, his yeah. Character. He was in, uh, same year as The Sorcerer's Apprentice, he was in Kick-Ass. He played... Uh, he was the dad. He was the Batman-like the Batman guy. guy. Yeah. Um, he was good in that because it was, it was a weird character <laughs> that played off of being kind of insane. If you give Nick Cage the right character a weird crazy guy he's gonna do great with it yeah it's just hard to believe him as anything else <laughs> yeah. i'm not saying he can't do that but i don't think he's just best at that yeah definitely yeah so yeah. yeah anyway um before we go further let's uh roll the intro it's the odd drunk podcast the very strange podcast the drunkest show in the world it's jackson and colton talking out of their ass we don't care as long as drinks are poor sometimes we have our friends here we will talk about anything anything we don't care as long as we have been if you let that whiskey ring the odd drunk podcast oh wasn't that good that was a good intro <laughs> <laughs> Someday we'll get a soundboard. <laughs> it was there, though. I promise you, Colton. It was there. It was there for me. Use your imagination. Yes. So uh, yeah, let's let's just let's just do it. Let's just get into it. Do it. Um, um you start out. I have to do a thing. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we were drinking beer tonight, and uh, as yes, shocker. <laughs> um, and we found uh, we found we we've only got one beer tonight. Instead of uh, sometimes we have multiple beers, um, but it's a pretty appropriate one. It's the Sierra Nevada uh, Wonderland. Wander with an A. Yeah. Um, so it's not perfect, but it's almost there. It's almost, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a nectarine ale. And it's pretty good. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like your typical kind of fruity IPA, but it's uh, I think it's just a pale ale. Mm-hmm. So it's less hoppy. It's a little easier to goes down. A little it's easier. very easy. And I, if this was a review, I do like the design actually. It's way better than Sierra Nevada's normal stuff. Yeah. They're design wise. Just the pale ale. Yeah. That's such a, I mean, it's recognizable and it works, but it's so, it's just garbage. <laughs> yeah. It's just, uh, it's just, 
it doesn't look right, a, but this, this is a good design. Yeah, it's a nice design. Some nice artwork on there. And it tastes good, so that's what matters. Yeah. So yeah, we're talking about Willy's Wonderland. I so watched this today. If you don't have Yeah, and I watched it last night. So yeah. you have a more recent <laughs> memory of it, but I took a lot of notes. Um <laughs> most of my notes consisted of oh, Nick Cage killed a thing. Another thing killed that person. Nick Cage is badass. Yeah. This is really cheesy. When I was... It feels like an 80s B movie. It's honestly. like... It's trying to be kind of a horror movie. But the whole first, like, half hour of it, I was laughing. Well, it's definitely like a horror... <laughs> action horror comedy. Yeah. I was laughing a lot. In fact, on the Wikipedia, that's what it says. It's an American action comedy horror. Directed by Kevin Lewis. Created by Geo Parsons. Or I, written by Geo Parsons. I don't know who any of those people are. Nope, because it's an indie movie. Which yeah. is good. It's, yeah, it's... <laughs> it is... <laughs> feels nice. It does feel nice to support any movies, and I do like any movies. Um, and yeah, Nick Cage did produce it because he was just down. He was just on board for this. He was like, "That sounds cool." Yeah, he's like, "Oh, I get to beat up animatronics." Yeah, and I don't have to <laughs> say anything. Spoiler: <laughs> Nick Cage literally doesn't say anything this yeah, entire he has, movie. Doesn't have a single line. And. You're probably very confused because we really haven't explained what Willy's Wonderland yeah, is. So, first things first. Spoilers if you've not watched it, because. Uh, but you don't care. Yeah, we're gonna reveal everything. You don't care about yeah. this. <laughs> it's so, not that kind of movie. If you do care, go watch. If you it care, I don't even want to talk to you. No, <laughs> no. If you care, stop listening to this. Remove the, delete it, <laughs> delete this episode, watch the movie, come back, download it because that, I think that might count as two downloads. So that's good. Yeah. And then it's good. Just, yeah. But do that if you do care about it. <laughs> so Willie's Wonderland, it's the creator does claim that he came up with the idea before five nights of Freddy's. Yeah. And it's not that it's Maybe. so much of a, it's not a super original idea, no. but it feels Every, very Five Nights at Freddy's. It really does. But you know, everyone that uh, grew up going to Chuck E. Cheese could have reasonably come up with this idea. And I do want to talk about that. Yeah. So basically, here's the plot of the movie. It's simple. Nick Cage, and he's got an awesome Camaro souped up it's a new one like 2020 yeah. yeah it's a cool car he's driving through this small town this just hick you know backwoods town i think it's in nevada i don't know it's vague well he didn't, hits, didn't look like nevada it didn't me. look like anything <laughs> <laughs> on the wiki it said it's in nevada though hayesville nevada but yeah i don't know yeah i don't know but <laughs> So he's driving and he hits road spikes, you know, that you put down to catch, you know, car thieves and whatever people running from the police. Well, he hits road spikes and then Hayesville, Nevada is a real place. It is a real place. Wow. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that's not. 
There's Hayesville Avenue. Nevada is a real place. Henderson, Nevada. Nevada is a real place. Nevada is a real place, yeah. It's not just a giant casino, okay? It's not just Las Vegas. No, I have grandparents that lived in Nevada for it's many years. The, it's a place. That's all I I'm going to say. I had grandparents that lived in Mesquite, <laughs> Nevada. Yeah. Mesquite. That's in Fallout, isn't it? Is it? New Vegas, it's got to be. I don't remember. Anyways, <laughs> let me get back to the plot. It's so simple. So he his road spikes... He has to get his tires fixed. Oh, but the mechanic doesn't take cash because it's a back. No, the mechanic doesn't take card because it's a backwoods town. They don't have working like internet. Yeah. So the ATMs don't work. ATMs don't work. And cards. And and so, and by the way, he's not saying anything. He just like nods and stuff. And he's like, but since you don't have the cash, you can just work at this place over for one night. We will fix your car for free. And then you yeah. can leave town. Sounds like a good deal. It sounds like a great yeah. deal. And and also, I want to say, you know, because let's get it straight how backwoods this town is. <laughs> well, it <laughs> they don't have internet. They don't have anything like that. And they're, this movie is All the full, cops are corrupt. Yeah, this movie is full also of just characters burning each other. Like, there's at one point where they're like, there's the teenagers... And they're like uh, talking about the backwoods town, and they go. Speaking of backwoods, Hicks. Okay, <laughs> so Hicks, where did so and so go? We will get to the teenagers, <laughs> but so he agrees to work as a janitor overnight mm-hmm. at this abandoned Chuck E. Cheese style family yeah arcade, Willie's Wonderland, also pizza Nick, place. Nick Cage's character's name is credited as the janitor. The janitor. Yeah, he doesn't have a name. I just called him Nick Cage the whole time. Um, Cause I feel like this in my own Canon, my head Canon, this, this is, is actually just, Nick Cage. it's a normal day for him. Another He's day, just used to this. Another day in the life of Nick Cage. Yeah. I would like to see a TV series <laughs> like that. And he's Where just going to weird haunted every family episode, restaurants. Yeah, Every episode is just Nick Cage on a new little adventure and he barely, maybe that's his side job. And he barely speaks and it always just ends up with him beating up something. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so he agrees. And then at the same time, these teenagers, um, and the main one, I do remember her name. It's live. And yeah. she has like a backstory, but, um, basically they want to burn the place down because of all the murders and atrocities that happened there. And it's, it's well known in the town, even at this point in the story, that it's freaking haunted. Yeah, they all know. They all know it's except Nick Cage. He doesn't ex- know. Nick Cage just doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, he just wants to do his job, get his car back, get his car back, and get out of there. I That's love- all he cares about. That's yeah. his motive. And so when he's in there cleaning, they put him to work cleaning. <laughs> and before we get to all like the real events, I want to just point out my favorite part of this movie. What's that? He sets on his watch a timer for when it's beer time. Or is it soda he's drinking? I don't know. I couldn't it Yeah. It seemed like a soda energy drink. Yeah, but he has like a bunch of these cans of But I would also like to think that it was beer. Yeah, he has all these cans of I don't know if they're beer or soda or something. It's like made up. Um, and he has them in the fridge and he has on his watch a timer that will beep when it's time for him to take a break and go drink a beer. Yeah. And he takes those damn breaks. He takes those breaks. And I will <laughs> say he does a great job. 
Yeah. He's very thorough with his cleaning and everything. He's taking it very seriously. Yeah. And so he almost immediately noticed the animatronics doing weird shit, but mm-hmm. he just doesn't care. Yeah, and they don't take long to get to the action. No. They don't, it's a short movie. It's quick. They don't play around. Which I think does help it. Yeah. It's only um, an hour and a half long. But yeah, we can't ignore the fact that it's very Five Nights at Freddy's, but... Like we talked, like we briefly mentioned earlier, and I do want to talk about it. Chuck E. Cheese and stuff like that, and animatronics have always creeped me out. Oh, Even yeah. when I was a kid. Oh yeah, I had a. They would make me cry. Yeah, I had a. I had a teacher in high school who, when he was in college, he told me he worked as a janitorial shift at Disneyland. Oh boy. He lived in Anna. Imagine working like on It's a Small World. He did that. Yeah. He he cleaned the he would he got to clean the um the canals. Oh he wasn't my God. allowed to touch the animatronics. That they had spe- oh, people why. they had people that, that was their job to do that. They don't mm. want they don't want the janitor fucking shit up. <laughs> but he said he <laughs> Just said Just like this movie. Yeah. And he <laughs> said that place was creepy as hell at night. Um so and it's creepy, like, it's it's not just, it's not like it's dark, it's all the lights are on. Right. So there's no, like, but it's, stage lights and everything, it's just lights. Well, but what makes that creepy to me is because usually when you're on the ride and any of those sorts of things with animatronics and music, you have the music, you have the... Yeah. You have people. Yeah. And, you know, but when you're just alone in there in an yeah. empty space. I remember him full also of all saying, these little dolls and robots. I remember him also saying uh, the other place he thought was actually really creepy. There was no animatronics in it, um, but it was kind of creepy to clean at night was um, Space Mountain. Because that's a place that's normally the lights are off. Well, and so seeing it with the lights on, he said, we was can a definitely unnerving. get in, in, into this for a future episode. Whenever we do spooky things, I mean, we could do that anytime. Really, it doesn't have to be in October, but you know, that has a special place. Yeah. But Space Mountain is apparently haunted. People yeah. have reported seeing a ghost. I forget what they call him, but a ghost that literally he, when the ride starts, he gets on the ride. Yeah. He rides with you, and then he's gone at the end. Yeah, I've heard about that. And I've been on that exact ride. Yeah. You know, I don't one, care though. It's a cool ride. It is a cool ride, but uh, I bet that would be creepy. It would, yeah. Want to know what what my teacher said? It's basically uh, just a warehouse, Space Mountain. It is, yeah. That's why he said it's creepy when you see the lights on. Because it's, it's a just, dark ride. It's kind of unnerving with the lights on. Yeah, it's like nothing like because what it would be. Nothing like what you would expect yeah. it to be. You know what he said always was the worst thing to clean as a janitor at Disneyland. What's up? The kitchens. Oh, for sure. Yeah. He said it wasn't the bathrooms, actually, because they would just, like, spray down the bathrooms with disinfectant and then hose it down. <laughs> like, type of thing. But he said the kitchens were nasty. That's good. Yeah. I mean, that's not good. <laughs> no, yeah. But it it's is like funny. All the, all the food is so fucking greasy. It's so greasy. It's so... It's fast food, but I love it. I love the corn dogs. Those are the best corn dogs ever. Yeah. I will stand by that. <laughs> Disneyland corn dogs are the best. I like the churros they have at those little stands. The churros yeah, are amazing too. Um, <laughs> but back to Willy's Wonderland. Yeah, it's um, you cannot not compare it to Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, but it's that whole idea, 
and it's especially people that have grown up with it and animatronics and stuff like that they they've been around for a while since like the late 70s at least well even before then but like at like establishments like this like pizza places oh yeah these these types of places have been around yeah yeah and um there is something very unnerving about them and it's not obvious at first you're like oh it's just like a big bear or a big mouse whatever but there's this the way they move the way they look their eyes their teeth like it's kind of it's not the uncanny valley i would say because it's not that the, well it's kind of because they have human bodies yeah but they move around so weird because they're robots and are cheap and they just look there's something off about them and I've always been afraid of them. And when I was a kid, I was afraid of mascots too. <laughs> I don't think it's just though the uh, the inhuman movement of them. I think it's also how that mascot style animatronics are yeah. designed. Because there are animatronics I don't think are creepy. Um, I'm I'm looking up examples of. I'm just looking at examples of animatronics here, and one that comes up that is not creepy is uh, at Again, at Disneyland, they have the Tiki Room, and they have the birds and all the animals and stuff. Because they look like yeah, those regular animals. Those, those aren't creepy at all. And like Chuck E. Cheese and stuff, they're these big, they're giant, they're big things. Yeah, they're Like mascots. Chuck E. Cheese is a big-ass rat. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he is. And they're designed like mascot costumes, so you can your imagination can say there's something in there. And there's just... <laughs> There's always like you can tell the workers just hate their life. Like it's oh, just yeah, like yeah. the pizza's horrible, but as a kid you don't care. You just no. eat it. And also you gotta think about how unsanitary it is. I like, went to Chuck the e. ball pits. Yeah. I went to Chuck E. Most... Cheese a few times and uh as a kid and I don't remember the food at all. See, I started going to this pl- when I got a little older and I outgrew Chuck E. Cheese for birthday and at my friend's birthday parties. We started going to this place called Incredible Pizza. I don't think they had them out in the West. It was no, more they, of a, they do. They do? Yeah, they're not super common, but I went to one one time. Oh, wow. Okay. I think they're more common in back East. Yeah, yeah. They're but, not super um, common out in the West. Uh. In the Midwest, too. Uh, but um, they... They're like the more mature kids entertainment place. It's still got silly stuff, but it's basically you just have the arcade. It doesn't uh, have animatronics. An incredible pizza company. Yeah. yeah. And the food is bad, but it's a buffet and there's different stuff. So it's cool. And it doesn't have the creepy animatronics. Ooh, I found At least the, I don't think I they do. The usually. Loca- I found the Tulsa location. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've been to that location. <laughs> Thank you very much. But when I was real little, I seemed to like Chuck E. Cheese. I did go there. Well, my parents would take me there. But the animatronics always scared me. Always. Yeah, yeah, they never. I always felt uneasy. I did, like, get over, like, crying at about it you know, as I got a little older, but I never felt safe. No, (laughs) (laughs) you don't feel safe because it's just 
the not- whole idea of this giant animal with these big ass teeth. And then, you know, when you get older, you start thinking about the endoskeleton. You start thinking about how unkept they are. Yeah. And just old uh, and just like creepy. That's what makes them so creepy often is that they're not taken care of in yeah. a lot of places. And this movie and Five Nights at Freddy's plays off of that fear. And I think Five Nights at Freddy's, for the most part, at least the first game and then a couple of the recent ones are pretty good, but they do a really good job of playing on that fear of animatronics and just like this. It kind of, it plays on nostalgia as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's, like, look at those eyes. That's a Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> I thought that was a five nights at Freddy's still. No, that's Chuck e. like it's that's Chuck E. Cheese's. That's creepy. Yeah. No, we'll have to off the post a lot of stuff for this one, but, um, it's just, and they updated Chuck E. Cheese. You can look up the modern version, and he's just like a cool and hip 2000s, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Mouse. But there's videos on, online. You can go on YouTube and find videos of the uh, Chuck E. Cheese. Of the animatronics getting uh, like malfunctioning and like being weird. It's so creepy. Yeah. And there's this thing that happened, I think it was at Disneyland. I forgot what I think the ride isn't around anymore or it was replaced by something else. Oh yeah. But there was this ride and it has animatronics and stuff. It's like one of the Dixie Wonderland ones, mm-hmm. whatever. And you, the wall like turns around to reveal the animatronics. And it, I don't know if it's been confirmed. It might've been, but you hear this blood curdling scream. Oh yeah, and it's from the seventies. Yeah, it was a, and I think it was real. A woman got crushed. I think we might have talked about. Yeah, this. we talked about this on the hauntings episode. Yeah, like she got October. crushed in the machinery. Yeah, and it's just that whole—I don't know—that whole idea of like, especially like Chuck E. Cheese's and like little cheap like local entertainment places like this. It's like you know it's unkept. You know it's not up to standards. That it's not. Probably not even up the health standards. Well, definitely the, not up uh, the health standards. America Sings. America Sings, yeah. Ex- uh, it Just was, look it up. It was like a show you could do. It was a, a Deborah Gale Stone um, on July 8th, 1974, nine days after the attraction opened. This an, was in the 70s. An 18-year-old hostess was accidentally crushed to death between two walls of the building. Holy shit. Yeah. You can look up the video. It was, yeah. But um, it is quite disturbing because it's real. And you can't just make that shit up. It was filmed in the 70s. They didn't have software. <laughs> the computer, their computers were the size of a It was one of, the audience, one of the audience members heard her scream and notified park staff. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, it's creepy. And then they and, shut it down. And uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. I remember I remember seeing YouTube videos about it, like Markiplier. That's what made him big. Yeah. But I played it, and especially back then in, like, 2014, I was still a wimp for horror movies and stuff and scary stuff. They've complete, I was starting to get into it. They've completely gotten rid of the animatronics at Chuck E. Cheese now. Oh, um, really? As of, as of 2019. Wonder why, huh? Yeah. <laughs> They've been eating children. No, <laughs> but... 
so that game scared the crap out of me. It's such a simple concept. You're just sitting in the office and you can't defend yourself and you just have to close the doors at the right time so they don't jump scare you. Yeah. But it's not just the jump scares. It's they're, anim- they're creepy animatronics and they look like something you would see at Chuck E. Cheese. And I think that's why the first couple Five Nights at Freddy's are well done because they look like something that would be in real life. Yeah. The later ones, they intend... And I love Scott Capon. I think he's a great developer and storyteller. He's very subtle with his storytelling. I admire that. But the later ones did make the animatronics scary, like intentionally scary, instead of just relying on that. Thing with Scott Capon, the 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 developer for Five Nights at Freddy's, he um he was making a ton of games and none of them did well. Uh, critics often complained that his characters look stiff and that they look like animatronics. <laughs> he even tried to make some Christian games about like Noah's Ark and stuff. That's weird. Yeah, it is weird to think about. But then he was. Basically, he got to the point he's like, okay, they think they're creepy looking. I'm going to make a horror game. Yeah. It's going to be creepy on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) It it, worked. It worked. It became a sensation. And little six-year-olds buy Freddy Fazbear action figures and costumes. (laughs) And, like, there's whole fandoms about it. He even... He did it as a joke, but he made a Five Nights at Freddy's RPG, like JRPG. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) And it was totally like a troll move, but he still made a lot of money off of it. Because, of course. (laughs) And I have played the recent, um, it's the VR version, and then they converted it for regular consoles. I I did play that some, and it's well done, but it's freaky. Because you can look around, and they actually those, move. All, and, all of those games freak me out. And what's cool about the original ones, it's all 2D. It's all yeah. 2D assets. It's it just he used, he did a good job of it. So you have that sensation of Five Nights at Freddy's, the whole horror behind it. It's a, one of them split in half, so you can see the inside. <laughs> Well, I'm glad it didn't have legs that could move. <laughs> I'm glad it was stuck on that um, the tripod. If you're ever watching animatronics and its leg moves, get the fuck out of there. It can. <laughs> means it can. So fast forward to now to Willy's Wonderland. If it can bleed. It can capitalizing bleed. off all that. And I'm not going to try to say the creator stole it from Five Nights at Freddy's. Maybe it was an original idea. You know, but it's still capitalizing off. The it's definitely capitalizing yeah. on it. Um, FNAF has always had that humor to it. Yeah. So this kind of capitalizes on it doesn't that. take itself seriously. I mean, there is definitely if if you get into the lore of FNAF and there's a watch game theory on it. He has yeah. like 50 videos on it. Yeah. And every other video, he's like, this is the last one. I've cracked the code. I figured it out. I swear. I swear. No more. But then another game comes out and like everything's changed and he's like, fuck. Yeah. And also Matt Pat, you know how he is. Oh yeah. I like him as a YouTuber. He has good content. He's smart. He seems smart at least, but he milks shit. Oh yeah. 
Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Willie's Wonderland. So yeah, Nick Cage, he's hired as a jan well, not really properly hired or anything. He's but he's the janitor for a night so he can get his car fixed. Yeah, they cut a deal with him. They cut a deal and later on we learn well, I'll get to that. But so the teenagers and they're very stereotypical, like eighties, like they're the worst. They're yeah. all the worst. Yeah. They're all you have the one final girl of the group, but she's even kind of the worst. She's kind of annoying. She's like. annoying, but she's, I don't know. <laughs> My girlfriend thought she was annoying. Think she's all that. Yeah. But so you have them, you throw them into the mix. Cause Nick Cage, he sees the animatronics walk around and do weird shit. He just does not <laughs> care. He's like, I'm here he's, to do a job. He's cleaning. And then, like, it's his break time. They could be walking behind him. He does not care. Yeah, he finds there, a pinball machine. There's Oh, I love how into the pinball he gets. Yeah. He's playing that pinball. There's, there's like, a whole scene where, like, the teenagers are all dealing with the animals. They're being chased. Getting or murdered. Or murdered and stuff. And Nick Cage is in the other room playing pinball, having a great time. Because it's his time. break time. Yeah. There's a scene. My favorite <laughs> my favorite part in the whole movie is when it's so it's the the last girl um what's her character's name Liv, Liv. um she uh she confronts that uh the chameleon animatronic yeah and Nick Cage and you know the the chameleon's like about to attack her and the Nick Cage comes in like gets in fighting stance and the chameleon looks scared for a moment yeah and then his timer goes off and he's like um he like hands the knife hands to her. the knife to her goes <laughs> to get his beer have his break <laughs> <laughs> and then he has his break. And while they're fighting, he has his break and comes back at the very end to actually finish it off. Yeah, it's excellent. He's got to have that his his pinball break. So you have that. So even before the teenagers show up, though, this is what I this is the humor of the movie I really adore. So Nick Cage, he's doing his job. He's wiping stuff down, fixing stuff, washing dishes, whatever. And then the ostrich. I think it's Ozzy the ostrich comes out. It's the first one that like activates. Yeah. And it's like, I'm going to eat your face off. And he just looks at it just like, I don't care. And it like, like <laughs> it like attacks him and he defends himself a few times with the mop broom. And he gets pissed off. And then I think that's when it's like, cause I think it attacks him first and he defends himself. And then it does the whole, I'm going to eat your face. And yeah. then he just like snaps the broom in half <laughs> and just, and, the bird's like eyes go wide like oh shit yeah <laughs> and he goes to town on that thing yeah. and he like rips its spine out at the end and he I has oil all over how him brutally he kills each but and then every one. he just he throws it in the garbage bag cleans up cleans after. up and like he puts on a new shirt he puts on a new, a new uniform and it's like it doesn't phase him yeah he just <laughs> he's <laughs> he has this whole energy of like a bored dad yeah in this movie or the the second one that attacks him it goes the gorilla right the gorilla and it's like it, it he just had just cleaned the bathroom got it spotless and he goes in and it's blood on the mirror says like you know some like message and the girl's like, I'll him. eat your soul. <laughs> yeah. And he just picks up the spray ball and starts cleaning off the glass. And then he just waits until he gets to it. Yeah. And he eventually gets to And then he has a fist fight. He has a fist fight with the gorilla. And then he does like a Daniel Craig, Liam Neeson thing and puts the gorilla's like jaw against the <laughs> urinal and kicks the, the his head into the urinal and breaks his jaw. And it's this, it's 
it works because it's violence, but it's against these machines, these animatronic animals. Yeah. And it's just kind of funny because he's like brutalizing these cartoon characters, basically. Yeah. And then he throws away the pieces, cleans up after it, goes back to his he, job. He's not freaking out. Takes his beard he's, break. <laughs> and that's good. That's he, great. He doesn't go hunting for them. He just waits for them to attack him and then deals so with So then it. the teens... Oh, yeah, the uh, the main girl, Liv, is caught by the police and locked in a trailer? Yeah, so the... the this is a really weird, like, cult town. Yeah, the, and you'll sh- see the why. sheriff raised her. Yeah, I didn't catch that at first. Yeah. It is a really weird, like, cult town. Like, Let's just get to it. Everyone other than the Nick Cage and the teenagers are, teenagers are in on it. Yeah, so let's just explain that real quick. Cause I don't want to wait. Um, so basically the proprietor and owner creator of Willie's Wonderland was also a serial killer and he used it to lure people, people in. He would dress up in a suit, get them in like the little private room and kill them. Yeah. You know, and he attracted like-minded people to work there with him. Yes. He attracted like other cultists and serial killers and whatever. And uh, also, that was like, oh, that's very fun. That's Freddy's a serial... Because that's how yeah. it starts. It's a serial killer. He kills a bunch of kids, and then they possess Stan. But they kind of flipped it on its head. Because in this, they get caught... Well, they're going to get caught. They're going to be arrested, him and his group. And then they do a suicide ritual thing. Mm-hmm. Like a satanic thing. And um, they... It's so silly. You just have to go with it. Yeah. They do this ritual so they will possess the animatronics so they can live on and keep killing. Yeah. It's dumb. I know. (laughs) Well, they do that. And then after the, well, this other guy buys this place, right? The guy in the cowboy hat. Tex. Tex. Yeah. Yeah. So he tries to get it back up and running again and people start noticing weird things. You know, they might glitch out or whatever, and then they start killing people again. And they're actually leaving the establishment to kill people throughout the town. Yeah. So, and and they said they were like, oh, we could, you know, uh, they they did get a demolition group, right? Yeah, but then the, the demolition... The like head, the foreman the was foreman killed and his whole family were killed. Yeah. And then nobody else would take the job. No one else would take the job. So they decided to make a form like a pact, like make a deal with the animatronics and say, we will offer you sacrifices like every week or whatever. Just don't come out and kill people at random. Yeah. So it's really dumb, <laughs> but the whole town is based around that. Yeah. Basically, like, and that's why it's like they're that's like, why they got Nick Cage because they're like economy. It, yeah, like, kind of. Like that's how they. I don't know. But Nick Cage, they got Nick Cage, and they thought he was just gonna be another sacrifice. But what they didn't realize was it's Nick Cage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. <laughs> so. So that's the backstory to it. Oh, and the one girl lived. She survived. She was there. And she survived. Like her family got killed, but she was all right. Yeah. And um. So basically, her and the teenagers 
they're really dumb and they want to burn the place to the ground. But then she's like, oh, Nick Cage is in there. She, you know, we can't do that. And um, so she goes in to try to get him out. And she crawls through the vents and this one alligator one attacks her. Yeah. And then she gets in the room with um, Siren Sarah. That's the creepiest one to me. That one's really creepy, like walking, but it's also... It's like crawling backwards up the walls. Like. No, it's really creepy how it moves, but it's also so lazy. Yeah. Because it's obviously just a lady with a mask on. Yeah. It does not look like an animatronic at all. <laughs> and you cannot say the small town had advanced, like, androids for their <laughs> little pizza place. So, yeah, you got to suspend your belief. But she is the creepiest one. Yeah. And the way she moves and she's like really quick. So she attacks her and then she, uh, but then the teenager, she finds Nick Cage. She's like, you got to get out of here. You're going to get killed. And, and then, then, and then his beer break happens or like, something no, like he, he's just like, he doesn't say anything. He just keeps doing his job. Yeah. He's just like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what the, the teenagers annoy me because they establish pretty early in the movie that, every single one of the teenagers believes. Yeah, and, they actually believe in it. Yeah, but then several of them go around the place and act like it's not a big deal. Like they don't believe in it. But like, Yeah, and they're just dumbasses. And then this one couple, they just decide to do it. Yeah, they go off to, to do it. And uh, and the whole, the whole time, like, the Sex. girl keeps being like, oh, I think that thing moved. And the guy's like, so I don't care. But they established earlier that these people they know they're murder bots. Yeah, they know there's murder bots in there. <laughs> yeah, and they just suddenly don't give a crap. So basically, so they're doing it, and then other people they're hanging out like by the main room, and then the knight comes alive. Oh yeah, I liked that. And so the knight was originally going to be a pirate. Yeah, but since Nick Cage is the producer on this, he said, "Oh, that's too stereotypical. Make it a knight." Yeah, I I thought that was a good choice. Yeah, I liked it. Get a big mustache. Big, yeah, big so giant sword. This <laughs> yeah, that comes <laughs> into play. So out of nowhere, the knight animatronic he stabs this teenager straight through the chest with his giant sword, murders him. Yeah, they're not shy about killing people. This no, they're not sneak. They just. <laughs> They'll just kill you. And um, so he kills them. And then the siren and turtle, they eat the couple. Or no, they eat a guy. Yeah. Yeah. But then Nick Cage kills the knight. <laughs> yeah, he uh, chops its head off. He chopped his head off with his own sword, yeah. which is really badass. <laughs> I even in my notes, I was like, Cage kills the knight by cutting his head off. Period. Badass. Period. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, when the teenagers come in and they're 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 all in the main room, and one of the teenagers walks in the room and he's like, he's there or they they they're like, what? Weren't there more? There weren't there eight of them? And then they see the the head sticking out of the trash bags by the yeah. door, and they're just one of them's just like badass. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, there's I will say there's really good over the top like gory kills in this. Uh, that's my favorite part. It's got good kills like Nick Cage, like brutally. Killing. Well, him killing animatronics, but also their kills too. When they oh, kill yeah. the teenagers, those are good ones. <laughs> I that like sounds when, really when the, the, the crocodile kills the, uh, the horny couple. Um, 
it shows the crocodile like being like a crocodile and like gnawing on them. After yeah, it's died. brutal. Yeah. And then the chameleon one, that one's pretty interesting because it actually like changes its colors like a chameleon. And that one guy is like trying to talk with it. Yeah, he's the stereotypical idiot of the group, but like, well, they're all idiots. Soy boy. He's the stereotypical naive one of the group. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he like trusts it and then it murders him. I think like, but I, I mean, I think the, the choice to make the teen, I think it was a choice to make the teenagers all the stereotypical horror victims. Oh, definitely. Because the way that this movie breaks the mold is having Nick Cage be bad, a badass like yeah. killer in it no it the whole thing felt like a 80s like vhs movie like just an 80s b yeah. movie and um so yeah they kill a lot of them it's nick cage and just the one girl live basically but then the police fuck it up they come in the sheriff like takes her out of there and uh, lo- uh handcuffs nick cage yeah she brings her deputy. She's like, you're just supposed to die. She brings her deputy who's new to the town. He's new to town. He, ha- he has no idea like what any of this is. Yeah. But um, he fi- he's finding out like out on the drive over there. What's but they're getting on. pissed off because Nick Cage isn't dead yet. And it's causing more casualties, I guess. I guess that's their reasoning. They're pi- yeah. They, they think Nick Cage is pissing off uh, Willie. And he is so, and they're they're worried that because Nick Cage is pissing off Willie, that Willie will get. Oh, let's talk about vengeful. before we keep going. Let's talk about all the characters real quick. The animatronics. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I know their names, but I don't really. I just know Willie. Care. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you have Willie the Weasel. He's the main head honcho. He doesn't do much until later on, but he's well. He is doing some. He's controlling. He's the controlling and stuff. Yeah, and, he does stuff, but he's not like playing an active role for yeah, a while he's the final boss he's the final boss yeah, and he's he the is leader the, he is the most powerful of them too. he's the most powerful one he's the main serial killer i mean when he started it he kills the the sheriff by ripping her in half with one swipe which is i got in a little debate <laughs> with my girlfriend she was like no he sliced her in half and i was like it kind of looked like he ripped her in yeah, half. i thought he ripped her like i thought he grabbed her with the claws and like in one slice and it, the, it ripped her yeah. I'm going to stand by. <laughs> yeah. No, but she gets ripped, sliced, whatever in half. That was a good kill, I will say. And she was annoying. Yeah. But I was like, Willie. yay, Willie. <laughs> so, yeah, Willie's the head honcho. He's the main one. He's got the long neck. He's dumb looking, but also creepy looking, but not as creepy as the other ones. And then you have the alligator one. I can't remember his name. He, he eats people. They all do. But yeah, the gorilla, Gus the gorilla. Gus the gorilla. And the knight, I looked this up. His name is Nighty Knight. <laughs> <laughs> and then Siren Sarah, that's like a fan favorite from what I've seen. I like the uh, creepiness of her. She's not necessarily my favorite, like, but she is, I think, the one of the creepiest. She's not the most. She's definitely not the most like realistic one. Her, the way she gets killed is really stupid. Well, did you see it in the end? No. Is there an after credit scene? Well, not really. It's Nick Cage gets away. He has the car. And oh yeah, and then she 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 kills off Tex and the uh, and the mechanic by blowing up the car with her on top of it. Yeah, yeah. She just flies off. Which I'm like, that's cool that they got they got what was. And they're definitely going to do a sequel of this. Yeah, even if it did bad, and it did. But even the Mexican one, uh, 
<laughs> oh, the Mexican turtle. Yeah, even his Tito getting, getting run over was uh, Artie the Artie the alligator. Artie the alligator. Okay, yeah. and then you have Cami the chameleon. Yeah, which I think was an interesting one. Probably the most unique out of the bunch. Yeah, honestly, I, I agree. With the color changing and the tongue and stuff. So that's your cast of characters. And um, so basically Nick Cage takes them out one by one. Well, when he's handcuffed, he has to fight two of them. But he just does. He <laughs> he headbutts one and like. Here's, here's, a, here's a fun fact. All right. About the production. Yeah. It wasn't just the pirate was the original instead of the knight. But the original whole lineup of animatronics was Barry Bear, Douglas Dog, Pirate Pete, Polly Penguin, and Regina Rabbit. And oh, they, it was they, completely different. They completely changed all of them. Yeah. Wonder why, huh? And it says here, due to legal issues, the name Five was, Nights of Freddy's. Um, let's see. Uh, you can't have a bear. It says due to legal issues, the film's name was also changed to Willy's Wonderland. Oh, it was Wally's Wonderland. Wally's Wonderland. Okay, yeah, there it is. I was, yeah. I, mean, I missed that. It was Wally's Wonderland, yeah. I wonder why. what's the legal issue about that. Wally World. Wally. What's something that's named Wally? I don't know. I don't know, yeah. <laughs> Maybe because Walmart. <laughs> I don't know, dude. But... So what did you say the original ones? So it was the pirate, it was a rabbit, it was a bear. Yeah, it was um well uh, excuse me. <laughs> it was originally Barry Bear, Douglas Dog, Pirate Pete, Polly Penguin, and Regina Rabbit. Yeah, I can see how they changed all that. Yeah, having a bear in it would have made it like really obviously FNAF. The 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 writer and filmmaker claimed that they weren't trying to rip off five nights at Freddy's, but if they had made it a bear, no one would have believed them. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm glad they ended up making it. It's like unique enough and unique characters. Yeah. Um, I thought the cast was of the animatronics was good. No, it was fun. Um, yeah. They got to get killed in good I ways. I do like that. The chameleon snapped the guy's neck with her tongue. Yeah. That was cool. That was no, cool there's kill. good kills in this yeah. movie. This is, would I watch it a lot or again? Probably not. No, no. But it was a fun ride. I might put it on. I might watch it again. Um, just before my uh, rental goes out, <laughs> just to get the most out of my money. I would watch it with you again if we can get drunk with it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was like twenty dollars to rent, so maybe I want to yeah, because theater watch, at home thing. Watch it again just to get your money's worth. Get my money's worth. Yeah. <laughs> so. Nick Cage is left alone. He takes out Siren Sarah. Another one. He like squeezes her head with his legs. Like that looked really oh, awkward. Yeah. He had he had his because uh, he was handcuffed. Handcuffed. But then he breaks out of him somehow. Or yeah, I can't well, remember I, how. I bet I bet it wasn't handcuffed. I bet it was zip tied. Oh, that's even. Ha- Those are really hard to get out of. Yeah, but they're they're you you're more likely to be able to break a zip tie than you are at handcuffs. I guess so. At least just from pure strength. They're easy to cut, obviously. Yeah. Not saying they're easy to get out of. But then saying, again, it's I'm Nick Cage. Pure strength, but just pulling them apart. He has the dad. I feel like you're more likely to be able to do that with. He a has zip dad tie. strength. 
No matter how hard it would be, you're more li- likely to be able to do that with a zip tie. And I like to think that I wouldn't he, be able to do that. I, do, I don't think most people would be able to I do would that like to that. think he was drinking beer. Yeah. Because I just like the idea of him just being a drunk, angry man. Yeah. I, <laughs> but he seemed like when he was playing the pinball that he was getting drunker and drunker. Definitely. <laughs> no, I like the whole thing that he does his job, he kills him, and then he keeps doing his job. And like even when he can escape, he doesn't. Yeah, he's doing his job. He he's wants doing his car fixed. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he kills the other ones, basically. I like to imagine what he would have done if they hadn't fixed his car. Because they fixed up his car, but as the mechanic fixed it, but with the intention of giving it to Tex, the owner. Well, yeah, because they assumed he would die. Yeah. They're like, oh, another but car I like for to my imagine, collection. I like to imagine what his response would have been if they hadn't fixed the car and he got out in the morning and was like, where's... He probably would have murdered them. Yeah, where's my car? <laughs> Because <laughs> I don't think it would be easy to beat up and punch and rip apart animatronics. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they probably are rubber on the outside or fur or whatever. Willie definitely was, but they're endoskeletons in there. <laughs> yeah. Like, that would not be easy. But I do like, in the okay, in the final boss fight with Willie, let's just get to that. Yeah, I liked I like. He that fills part. his sack up. With the beers or sodas. Yeah. <laughs> he has that. He tapes the two broom handle parts together. The broom so, parts. It's a, so it's a thicker, thicker solid, yeah. broom handle. And he just, they have, a, and Willie fucks them up though. Yeah. He, he slashes them. Slices him a few times. Um, pretty nasty. And yeah, he slices or, and our rips the sheriff in half and she dies. And then there's the slightly racist Mexican turtle. Yeah. <laughs> But being in spirit with, it makes sense why the Mexican turtle would be like that. Because that is something they would have. Being a 90, you know, it's supposed to be like Willy's Wonderland was built in the 90s and a 90s animatronics Chuck E. Cheese place would have probably a pretty racist Mexican character. So was <laughs> that establishment built in the 90s? They, but the they, company's been around they, since the 80s? No, they, they, the backstory that they say is that in the 80s or in the 90s, that the that's when the serial killer opened the place. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because this takes place like in 2020. Now, yeah. Yeah. So. And yeah, that Camario he has is really oh. nice. It's oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it has one of those fancy like uh, you push the button to start. They it. have one song in this movie that's licensed or that's copyrighted. Oh yep. Leonard Skinnerd, Freebird. Yeah. And that was just perfect. Um. I oh, think, and, I think uh, the only thing that would have made it more perfect is so they they're playing the song at the end when he's after Willie fucks up the place he still cleans it all. Oh yeah, he like throws them all out in the garbage. And like, yeah, he cleans up the place and it's cleaned up properly. And then they play Freebird when like Tex shows up and they're showing Willie and they show the siren. What's her name? Uh, Sarah, siren Sarah. Siren Sarah. They show her sneaking around. That was the perfect opportunity for them to cut to the guitar solo and have Nick Cage fuck her up. That would have been cool. Yeah, perfect opportunity. But to the do thing that, is, he didn't really he have didn't, any motive to fuck them up. Exactly. Yeah. They true. were just in his way. And yeah, <laughs> he wanted his car. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's his character motive. He was wanted his car. He had a job if to do. You could call him a character. <laughs> but yeah, that's basically the movie. It is a fun ride. It's not as 
it's not what I exactly expected or wanted it to be, at least. No, it's I wouldn't say it didn't a, disappoint me. I was like, yeah, that's that's what it was going to be. Oh, yeah. I, it's but exactly I did what I expected. I did have higher hopes for it to be more like the evil dead, like funny and dark, but actually good, like well written. Yeah. It, but it it just wasn't. It's not a great movie. It's fun because it's Nick Cage fighting animatronics. Yeah. Like and. <laughs> It capitalizes on Chuck E. Cheese and Five Nights at Freddy's and all that. Um, I kind of had a hard time giving it like a rating out of 10, but I was drunk and I was being nice and I was like, it did do what it was supposed to do. I ended up giving it a seven. I would give it, yeah, I would give it about a seven. Compared to like the Evil Dead or something, Yeah, it would be like a four. I would give it a seven, but that's, I'm taking it into account, not just like how like critically good the movie is, but also how fun it is. And it's fun. It's a fun ride. Entertainment value. And if it does what it's trying to do, it made me laugh. It It was was absurd. It was very entertaining and it did what I was trying to do. It was trying to be an absurd Nick Cage movie. Yeah. And it is. (laughs) But as we mentioned, he doesn't have a single line of dialogue. Yeah. And I did think that was funny for a while. I and think, I got it because, oh, it's like he's the video I think game. it would have been cool if he had well, a couple. He should have had like one cheesy one-liner at least. Like when yeah. he killed. Or at least like when he killed him. That would have been good, yeah. Just some cheesy one-liners. So I want to I wanna point out. So we were talking about like what we would rate it. It didn't it get great critical reviews. I think it's got like a 60% Rotten Tomatoes, so it's still fresh technically. 63% Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, five, it's gone up. 5.7 out of 10 on IMDb. That seems about right. Um, But if you're looking at like what people are rating it on Google, it has 4.2 out of 5 stars. People so that have been excited for this. It's the type of thing where I think people who are watching, a lot of the reviews that are mediocre are the people who didn't care about it and are just watching it and being a film reviewer. Yeah. You um, have to the people, but there's a lot of people who seem like they are what they watch this because it's a stupid, cheesy, fun Nick Cage movie. Like I said, before we started recor- recording, and most people that I've the reviews I've read that are those people had a blast with it. This movie is unapologetically stupid. Mm hmm. And that's what makes it yeah, fun. I, while I was watching it, I texted you something along the lines of this movie is stupid and I love it. Yeah. And you responded with, that's what it was trying to be. <laughs> yeah, <Like>. exactly. <laughs> so for setting out, yeah, I thought it could have been a little bit more, but it did do what was promised. It just didn't exceed any expectations. No, yeah. It, 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 but it did not disappoint. I got to see Nick Cage rip animatronics apart i saw good kills cheesy 80s stereotypes i enjoyed this movie for the same reason i enjoyed godzilla movie because when i go into a godzilla movie those movies also typically get ripped apart by critics oh yeah but i don't go into those to watch a critically i don't i'm not watching a francis ford coppola movie I'm not expecting that. I want to. I'm see, not expecting Martin Scorsese or I want to see Spielberg. things beat each other up. Yeah, I'm. Like, wa- I'm watching giant monsters kill each other. Yeah, it's just fun, and that's that's what if you, if you go into this movie with that expectation of it's just Nick Cage with Five Nights at Freddy's, 
And it's so fun. it's it's really fun. They are making the Five Nights at Freddy's movie. It's been delayed a lot, a lot of production hell going on oh, with yeah. it. But it is happening. I would watch that. And we we'll probably talk about that too and compare it to this, you know, see how they I don't like Five Nights at Freddy's, not because I think it's bad, but because I don't do well with a horror video game. Especially jump scares. Jump scares. That's we, that whole game. We, we played it. We got drunk one night and, and put it on and put it on. I have the Xbox Game Pass and they have the, all those games on there. I vote we get drunk again and, uh, and play it again. <laughs> yeah, one of these days we will. <laughs> and I remember us playing that and you know, we had it on and I was I had the control and I'm playing it and I don't think I even <laughs> not got, even with headphones on with the lights on. Yeah, I didn't get house. to the first night before I had the night first night in the game before I handed the controller the set to you and said, nope, you do it. <laughs> yeah, because I do not do well with those types of horror movies, well, games or movies. I Yeah, this isn't a Five Nights at Freddy's episode, but I, I just want to say those games do so good, not just with the visuals, but the sound. Oh yeah, it really builds a I good. I think they're extremely well atmosphere. done. I think they're especially you know the the main ones are extremely well done games. Yeah, you know the definitely. first uh, and the first one is considering it's all two D. Yeah, it's really impressive actually. Um, but then I, the 3D ones are so much worse. I just do not. Do, I don't do well because the animatronics and the 3D yeah. new ones have animations. They actually roam yeah. around. I've I think I've said it on the sh- on the show before here. Um, when it comes to horror movies or games or anything like that, I like, it's not that I'll never watch them, but there needs to be some reason for me to watch them other than the horror part. Right. I'm not one of those people that enjoy well, being scared. What also makes Five Nights at Freddy's so scary, it's even worse than like a typical like survival game like where, yeah, you can't really defend yourself, but at it's least in- you can run away. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. You're just yeah. sitting there. And if you're not perfect with your timing... Yeah, with your power usage and all that, you're gonna die and you're gonna get jump scared. There's no yeah. not getting jump scared. Yeah, it's inevitable. Yeah, yeah. And no, just the I, whole idea, the whole like idea that you're even without getting into the lore, but the idea that they're trying to stuff you in a suit. Yeah, and like the lore is really cool. Your organs all get punctured, and like the phone guy says, "Oh, your eyes will be the only thing to see the light of day." Like. Yeah. It's such a brutal, like it's weird kind of, it's a cool idea. It's just, I'm not one of those people that, uh, I don't like horror because I don't like being scared. There has to be something else for me to enjoy. And then I'll put up with the being scared. I, you know? I do enjoy a horror movie just for, to be scared sometimes. Yeah. Well, it's like, uh, those like slasher movies. Yeah. Those are fun. They can be scary, but they're fun because there's other stuff other than being scared to enjoy. Right. There is the cool kills. Sometimes the characters are fun. There's fun stuff there other than being scared. Right. It's one reason I don't like Paranormal Activity, those movies, because those movies are only about being scared. I don't think they're poorly done movies. I think they're actually pretty... They're not good. And they're okay, but for what... At least the first one for like the budget and what it was... I respect it. I think they're boring. I honestly um, don't even think they're scary. But, um, I mean, they're not that bad. I mean, I'll probably get scared if we actually watched it. But yeah, <laughs> they're not that bad, but there's still... There's nothing there other than try, them trying to scare you. And see, I thought this movie was going to try to blend a little bit more horror factor into it, actually make yeah. it scary. 
It didn't end up being that. Well, I also find... Uh, but, like, my girlfriend, she's always been freaked out about animatronics, <laughs> and she did not like it. Oh, yeah. They creeped they, her out. They have a few moments in it that I could see how they could be scary. But there's another thing where I, I say I don't... But then the next scene, it's Nick Cage doing a victory dance over a pinball machine. Yeah. While... While chugging beers. Chugging back. beers. Yeah. Now, I mean, I say I don't like being scared, but... I also do find when I'm watching a horror movie, when there is other stuff to enjoy, I am less scared by the scary stuff. Right. You could take the other stuff out and I will find that movie more scary. Yeah. Because see, I'm not, yeah. I'm not distracted by when there's other stuff for me, for me to enjoy. I'm more distracted by the other stuff. Right. And I don't dwell on the scary parts. So yeah, that's yeah. basically our review. I mean, if if you're into that kind of stuff, if you're a Five Nights at Freddy's fan, if you just like silly, stupid horror movies, you'll like this. Will you want to watch it again? That's up to you. I'm not going to guarantee that. But yeah. but I recommend it. It's least a once. fun ride. Um, it's Don't pay $20 for it. Wait. Yeah. I will <laughs> say that. I um, will say that definitively. Definitely watch it if you I like. I mean, I paid $20 for it because of the podcast. Exactly. I same. was going to wait for it. I would have waited as well, but, you know. Uh, but there's a lot of things we're probably not going to wait ep- for. It's a good episode topic, and it's relevant. It um, is. And um, just so we have a little bit more to chew on, I've got yeah the seven. Uh, this is from mandatory.com. This is mandatory that you know this. Oh, fuck. Did you is, study? Is there going to be a test? Pop quiz. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I've got the seven most horrific crimes to occur occur at Chuck E. Cheese's. Oh, These yeah. are all real. Yeah. Well, well, well. We're gonna we're done with the review, but we're gonna we're gonna keep going. So don't tune out yet. Don't tune out. Yes. We've got some. We've got more stuff to talk about. Yeah. Think of it as a spooky. <laughs> it's a spooky episode now. It's like Spooktober in February. It's all over again. It's spook. Spookentine's Day. No. No. <laughs> Okay, I tried. <laughs> Saint Saints. Well, no, that's March. Well, Saint Valentine's Scary Day. Scary area. Scare. Well, Val- Scare Val- Val- Valentine's mm-hmm. Day is also is Saint Valentine's Day, so you can still throw Saint, Saint. in there. Um. Saints. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I. <laughs> I don't know, man. But <laughs> the thing is. You know us. I mean, we talked about spooky, scary stuff in the summer before. We're going to yeah. talk about it sometimes. We like spooky stuff. It's fun to talk we about. We like scary stuff. Well, uh, I'm on this show, so you know it's going to yeah, happen. Of course. You're, the, <laughs> you're our resident horror guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you're our resident... Zamboni. <laughs> Zamboni guy. Fucking Molly. <laughs> Floggy Molly, uh, Monty Python. Flat Captain, Monty Python. (laughs) So, okay. I'm Colton. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. So, I've got the seven most horrific crimes to occur at Chuck E. Cheese. Ooh, this will be fun. So, um, (laughs) here we go. So, this is one that I, I did know about. Like way back, especially like when Five Nights at Freddy's came out, I was looking up. I was like, is there any basis to this? That, that something happened? Well, something did happen. Mm. It's not as creepy and weird, but it's still bad. So man commits quadruple homicide in Aurora, Colorado, Chuck E. Cheese. 
Ooh. Why is it always Aurora, Colorado? Aurora. Yeah. What is it with Aurora? The movie theater shootings happen there. The Fucking Aurora. <laughs> Poor people in Aurora. In fact, <laughs> and I'm not going to read this word for word because that feels like plagiarism, but the the author of this article, that, that he, um, was that the, the dark he said Knight Aurora can't ca- just can't catch a break, can it? Uh, was that the Dark Knight shootings in Aurora? That's what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I remember, I remember that happened. I remember... Though that happened, and in Southern California, we had movie theaters that stopped doing midnight showings because of that. No movie theaters do midnight showings now. Yeah. That's always like... That's why they have the Thursday night show. Yeah, it's always like Thursday night at 8 p.m. Yep. Yeah. So, um, Which, honestly, I kind of like better, but... <laughs> I do like better. <laughs> I don't want to... I don't want to be there at midnight. I... Um, no. Quick side tangent. Um... Because I want to be home our drinking. La- our last he- our last <laughs> episode was Harry Potter, and since we're talking about midnight showings, when the uh, the last Harry Potter movie came out, the Deathly Hollows Part Two, um, we wanted to. My sister wanted to go see the midnight showing, but she waited too long, and the tickets were sold out. And me and my dad were down to go. So what we ended up doing is my sister recommended she was looking on the the website for the movie theater and uh, she saw there was a 3 a.m. showing. And whoa, I remember when they did those. Yeah. And it was kind of she was kind of bluffing. She was not totally serious. She didn't actually want to go to no one actually wants to go to the fucking 3 a.m. showing. (laughs) So she was like, oh, let's go to the 3 a.m. showing. She's totally bluffing. And my dad being just as much of an asshole as my sister also totally bluffing was like, okay, let's go. And they're both total assholes and didn't want to call each other's bluffs. <laughs> so we went. <laughs> Which that, one was it? The the last one, the Deathly Hollows part two. Oh wow. That would have been cool. That's a two and a half hour movie. So I remember how it is probably one of the weirdest, you know how people talk about online um, times or moments that seem like they're slightly out of reality. Mm-hmm. This was one of those walking out of a movie theater as the sun is rising. That yeah, that's just yeah. weird. <laughs> um, Three so, a.m. showings. Let's bring that back. <laughs> anyway, Aurora. Okay, so Poor yeah, in Aurora, Aurora, Colorado, Aurora. in 1993, disgruntled ex-employee Nathan Dunlap entered the doors of Chuck E. Cheese and hid in the bathroom until closing time. Afterwards, he he had a pistol on him. I'm not sure what make or model. They don't say. I don't think I it matters. Probably look, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but he opened fire on employees Ben Grant, 17, Colleen O'Connor, 17, Sil- uh, Sylvia Crowell. <laughs> sorry for mispronouncing your name and you're dead and it really feels wrong. I'm so sorry. Please don't harm me. What's it? Crowell, 19, and Marge Kohlberg, 50. Um, they were all chefs, well, cooks, you know, line um, cooks. Yeah, a bit late, probably there late at night washing. One of the line cooks stuff. played dead. Um, wow, he survived, but he was shot in the face. Ooh. So I can't imagine what that looked like. I do not want to see what that looks like. Um. So he. He was sentenced to death. Um, he's actually, and I don't want to get political here, but John Hickenlooper like extended his 
or fought to extend a sentence or something. Yeah, really? Um, because iffy on capital punishment like that on death sentences. I'm undecided. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get into it. Yeah, let's not get into that. I'm I'm uh I uh, I take a lot of philosophy courses at our school. Yeah, and, we don't want to uh, be here for another and three capital hours. Capital punishment is something we discuss often. Um, from not a political perspective, but from a philosophy. But he is on death row. I'm pretty sure he's still on death row. I am undecided about that issue. But yeah, he killed five people at Chuck E. Cheese. So that could be argued, oh, that's a basis for a lot of these creepy animatronic pizza place stories. Yeah. Here's another one. Crowell. Crowell. I think that's how you would pronounce Sylvia Crowell. So here's another one. Number two, I don't want to go to Chuck E. Cheese no more, says Robert Olinkski, three years old, after witnessing grandma getting beaten and choked. What? Grandmother Carol Brown just wanted to see her grandchildren enjoy a nice, quiet birthday. It's never going to be quiet. It's a bunch of kids screaming and chasing each other and peeing in the ball pit. Damn. It's the least quiet place you can think of. Chuck E. Cheese. You know there's a Chuck E. Cheese Reddit page? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So, Southgate, California. Recognize that? I don't, but I'll look it up. But thing... Okay, so after a few choice words were exchanged between um, their party and the neighboring family, a 200-pound beast pounced on Gam Gam. Okay, this is... Oh, it's by Compton. The writer's name's not mine. And he began hurling juices in their precious, her precious elderly face. Yeah, that's that's like neighbors like Compton. The assailant yeah. then attempted to strangle the life out of the grandmother as the grandkids watched in horror. Oh fuck! Birthday boys vowed to never step foot inside another Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Yeah. I would too. <laughs> There's a video on this next one. <laughs> I think it's been removed. Okay, I just ha- I have to say I'm looking at the Chuck E. Cheese Reddit page right now, and there is a post on there. I'm looking for a Chuck E. Cheese animatronic, mostly Chucky himself. I would love to get any version of him to care for. Yeah, there's a lot of creeps on if the internet. You're selling Colton. or wanting or getting rid of him, please let me know. This Did person- you not realize this? Yeah, this person. Did creepy. you see that guy that he made the furry animatronic like Anime Girl? And it's like hyper realistic. What? It's got like all the body parts. Uh, and he says it's not a sexual thing. It is. Though. It is. I mean, and, okay, I will recognize with furries, a lot of furries on the internet are not into the sexual part. But when you start building an autonomically correct one, it uses like, a real model of a human skeleton in it and like muscle yeah. structures. When you like, start doing that, I am building like. And getting to that level, I have a hard time believing that there's nothing sexual in there at all. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, this one had to happen in Florida. Of course. Of course. Florida man. So a verbal squabble escalated into a violent clash of 18 people. <laughs> what? <laughs> at the Boynton Beach, Florida, Chuck E. Cheese in oh 2013. Three were arrested and a man was shot in the lake. Oh my god! <laughs> um, the party left without paying its two hundred and eighty-six dollar bill. Um, oh wow! So this big massive brawl in Florida, 
occurred at a Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, I found a really, just now, a fun uh, article. I've not read it yet. Fun. But the, uh, the, the, the headline is kind of fun looking. Chuck E. Cheese robot helped Florida man find his way. <laughs> I can't pass this article up. We have to. Tell me about it. Jared Sanchez, is, this is a, a NBC6 South Florida. Um, is the web the website I'm getting this off of. Um, Jared Sanchez's master bedroom has the vibe of a novelty pizza restaurant for children with an electric bill to match, close to $400 a month. Lights spell wow. out the king in every direction. <laughs> there are 50 Like Elvis? It doesn't specify. <laughs> there are 50-inch monitors, arcade machines, mint condition He-Mans. The floor is black and, and white. And this is at his house? Yes. He has like his own arcade, basically? Yes. It's his bedroom. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh... He has um, in his room, it says, to his left, a 10-foot metal skeleton with creepy eyeballs the size of, size of baseballs stares down. To his right, two 700-pound lions with the same blue eye. This, this wow. is weird. He has Chuck E. Cheese animatronics in his bedroom. He takes a pull from a vape pen. Checks why. <laughs> vape nage. Vape nage. Represent. Uh. <laughs> oh, it, there you go. Yeah, it's yeah. There, something I don't. I just remember, niche. I just remember taking a picture of you like on the boardwalk at, when we were in LA. Yeah, <laughs> you, you knew I was gonna do you crouching that. down doing vape niche. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he has the animatronics in his room. Yeah. Um. That's disconcerting. Oh, by the king, it's a giant. That refers to a giant Elvis impersonating lion animatronic. Excuse me. Yes. Excuse me. You're excused. <laughs> um, it's from the it's from so, it's from the okay. Chuck E. Cheese band. First, I thought um, you were gonna just say Elvis, a giant Elvis. No, but then I, you say no, a giant Elvis was, impersonating lion. lion. Yeah. And that's a Chuck E. Cheese? A quote from uh, Mr. Sanchez. Uh, he moved so smoothly. It looked to me as if he were real, Sanchez said of the king. All of the other robots moved like robots. But this one didn't, apparently. <laughs> he thought. But I, I was going to say something earlier about furries. Um, if you ever think we're making... If you're a furry and listening... We don't care what you do if you're personal No, life. we're not making fun of furries. We're not no. trying to make fun of you. <laughs> I mean, it's easy. <laughs> it's easy pickings, but, but we're, we don't, we don't, we have, I don't plenty, care. We have plenty of stuff to, to, we make fun, fun of everything. We don't have to stoop down to making fun of her. But I will say, I don't care what you do. Just leave me out of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. Just, but if you want to, if, if you want to do don't it, don't stuff me into an animatronic suit and. Murder me. Murder me. Yeah. But if you <laughs> if you want to have a sensual relationship while wearing a mascot outfit, go for it. <laughs> if you want to... <laughs> if you're really into that, go for it. But don't let any pressure... Don't let anyone pressure you into doing anything. Yeah. Consent, yo. And also, for all our listeners, you know we're going to make fun of anything and everything. 
Yeah, nothing is safe. No one is nothing. safe. Well, there's a few things I could think of that I wouldn't touch on, but... Well, no <laughs> ethnic jokes. Yeah, no ethnic no. jokes, no... I'm not going to make fun of trans people. Or we do have that. a line we won't cross. Yeah, there actually. are lines we won't cross. Uh, anyway, what's what's next? There's just a lot of lines we will cross. Yeah, what's next on your list? Um, I like your keyboard, is it? I don't want to talk about that one because that's serious. Yeah, it's a keyboard cover because my H key wants to fall off all the time. It got broke. Oh, nice. Don't worry about it. He has a nice looking keyboard. Um, Thank okay. you. What's next on our list here? It's also good because if you spill beer on it. Oh, that is nice. I'm not going to... I'm not gonna do that, but <laughs> don't don't no don't do it. Um, it will prevent it from getting in the keyboard. I, I got this. I got keyboard my, cover. My new laptop has a really nice come like well key, feel, feel dude, keyboard feels really good, but like if I spilled beard on it, it would not be okay. This thing was really cheap. It's just like oh wow, and it's not even like sticky really. It just grips on it. Oh, that's cool. It just stays on Ooh. as long as you don't like hold it upside down or anything. That's very cool. Why would you be doing that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, got distracted um, by keyboards. Okay, so another Chuck E. Cheese thing. Two arrested after smoking heroin in Chuck E. Cheese bathroom stall. What's new? Right? <laughs> Daniel Lobach, 27, and Colin Zabrowski, 28, were arrested and charged with possession of heroin last month? Wait, when was this article? What? This was in 2014. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, seems like nothing has changed. <laughs> last year. Um, they met at the restaurant to meet a drug supplier, the dealer. Brawl of eighteen. How about twenty? <laughs> it's a good place. Uh, In the small dealers. town of Brookfield Township, Wisconsin, violence broke out after a child was taking too long to exchange tickets for a toy. Twenty people were involved in the savage frenzy. Chuck E. Cheese, or CEC Entertainment Inc. issued. I'm looking. A, I'm looking on the. There's Chuck a lot of bad, crazy stuff that happened at Chuck E. Cheese's. I'm looking at the Chuck E. Cheese website. You can order from their menu for delivery. Like get delivered pizza from them. Yeah. Why yeah, would, I think they did do that. Why would anyone do that? Isn't the whole point of Chuck E. Cheese to take your kids so they can go play games and stuff? Yeah, and so they can, like, nobody, get all their energy out. Nobody actually likes the food there. My mom would always get a salad at Chuck E. Cheese, and I'm like, that sounds horrible. It sounds like it might be the best thing there. Yeah, because maybe, because how do you mess that up? Yeah, they could just have, like, bagged lettuce from the grocery store with some ranch dressing, and that might be better than some of the stuff they have on the menu. Like the cardboard pizza. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I haven't been to Chuck E. Cheese since I was, like, 10 years old so i okay number seven to be fair i don't know if it's in if they've if it's gotten better a 20 person brawl is weak how about 85 what <laughs> okay continue a mere tip between three families exploded to a rumble of 85 in flint township michigan flint michigan of course might be flint. the water uh police use pepper spray um to calm things down, okay? Pepper spray never calms no. anything down. <laughs> um, they called on dozens of squad cars to control the crowd. No one was arrested. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. Why is there brawls happening at Chuck E. Cheese? What's going on? I love stories about big brawls. You know that there's, <laughs> two, there's two sports... 
at least in America, that are known for bench clearing fights. That get the whole team involved. Hockey. Hockey is one. Can you guess the other though? Baseball. It is baseball. Definitely. A lot of people don't get a lot baseball. of fights at baseball. Yeah. Games. Well, it's uh, the bench clearing fights. Hockey actually, like the whole team actually does. They, I've there have been examples of entire brawls that start out between teams. Right. Yeah. Um, baseball isn't quite like that. It's more like two people start fighting and then the entire team goes up to back them up and it's just a bunch of guys chesting up to each other. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a bench clearing brawl. There is. Yeah. Um, uh, I need. I should find it. Um, there is a famous uh, fight between the Colorado Avalanche and uh, I don't remember what it was. Oh, it was the Red Wings. Okay. Yeah, and it was a bench clearing fight, and this was one of the. This is the type of fight that you would think you would see in a movie, where it is the team jumps off the bench and they actually start beating each other up and like wow. hacking each other. Um, it happened in uh, 97. It's the, the, the Colorado Avenue Detroit Red Wings brawl. Um, <laughs> it was a large scale on ice melee <laughs> that occurred in 1997 in Detroit between the two uh, NHL rivals. Um, the brawl, which has been nicknamed Bloody Wednesday. Oh, no. Fight night at the Joe and brawl in hockey town. <laughs> I found another Chuck E. Cheese thing. <laughs> this is on r slash no sleep on Reddit. Oh, oh, that's okay. We got to prepare for that. Hold on. But anyway, yeah, look, if you're, if you're listening and you're interested in that, read up on that fight. Okay. Which what was the fight again? The Colorado Avalanche versus the Detroit Red, Red Wings, Wings. Um, nineteen ninety-seven. Uh, you said seven. I think it was. I already closed the page. Um, uh, it was a all-out full team brawl, like blood on the ice type of brawl. Oh, uh, like, this thing like I found. Pe- like people went to the hospital. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like they were trying to hurt each other. Never mind. This thing's a creepy pasta. Um, I mean, if you want me to read it, I can, uh, but it, it won't be as good because it's not real. Yeah. But what is true about the ball pits? I don't think a kid died in one of them. I hope not, but they are disgusting. Kids would pee in them like a pool, but it's just a bunch of plastic balls. Oh, kids yeah. would, there would be like pieces found in it and like their greasy faces. Like they were disgusting. And I don't remember actually going in those that much, but I did go on them, and I'm I, I very much regret that now. I would not now. I after COVID, I don't. Oh, know. that's not going to be a thing. They, that can't be a thing. They have. Yeah. That they will continue ball pits now. Hell no. Yeah. It's just uh, but yeah, nasty. Chuck E. Cheese is creepy. I don't like the animatronics. I don't like that big rat. I don't like how he looks at me. I don't I like his eyes. I haven't gone to a Chuck E. Cheese since I was probably 10 years old. No, but I remember. Because um, <laughs> when, when I got older, I still liked uh, those party arcade places. But I Oh, went, I still like them now um, to a degree. Like, especially like Dave and Buster's, Dave something and like Buster's, that, you know? Um, there's another one... Uh, there's, I just don't want a thousand... There's another one that I had. I think I had like... 
I had at least one birthday party at it. I'm trying to find it. It's like game something. I don't remember what it's called. I just don't want a thousand kids screaming and pissing their pants everywhere around me while I'm trying to play Pac-Man. Yeah. And eat some pizza. I just want to eat pizza, drink beer, and live my life. Is that too much to ask for? That's a good that's a good way to live your life. <laughs> There's this one place, um, I'm trying to I'm trying to find the name of it. I can't for the life of me remember what it's called. Um, and it's kinda Dave and Buster Gameworks. Okay. Just like Game Dave and Buster's. Um and I went I had one I had at least one birthday party there when I was like in middle school and I had a few friends that had their parties there. And it was like Dave and Buster's, but I think a little bit more kid friendly. Okay, okay. Dave and Buster's really plays off of the uh, adults only. Yeah, the drinks, drink and play arcade games. Yeah. Um, GameWorks had uh, at least the one year where I went to, it had the bottom floor was the arcade, and then it had the top floor. You go up the stairs. That's where they had the billiards tables and the bar. Oh, that's they cool. They had them a little separated. And actually, it was kind of cool. I, I, I think that having the bar separated from the arcade was a neat idea. If I were a parent, I would love to go to a place like that because then I could just send the kids down to the arcade and then go play pool. Right. <laughs> by the by Maybe the pinball. I would say pinball. Pinball, skee-ball. Yeah. Um, Mortal Kombat. They always still have that at arcades. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm a big Friday. Galaga guy. Galaga. They, <laughs> they always have those class crazy taxi. Yeah, they always have those older older arcade games that I always really like, um, but um, I still like arcades. Man, I like this beer. By the this way, I really just want to say that. Yeah, a Wanderla, Wonderland, Wonderland, Nectarine Ale by Sierra Nevada Brewing. Seven point five percent. More than I thought it would be. That is more than. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, it's, it's working. It's, it's more than their pale ale, I believe. It is, yeah, but that's it. Willie's Wonderland, if you're into that kind of thing, see it. It's a fun ride. Don't rent it, though, if you don't yeah, care. Yeah, don't pay $20 for it. <laughs> Unless you really want to. If you're, if you're going to rent it, wait till it's you can rent it for $5. But anything yeah. with Nick Cage, I'll watch and have fun with. Yeah, expect I mean, more Nick Cage content in the future. Definitely. Here. Nick Cage content coming up. Um, and you know, we, we've not done much Danny DeVito content. We haven't. Despite having Danny... Being a crucial part of our show, he is a crucial part now. Yeah, we we love you, Danny. And um, <laughs> and I did it with last week's guest, and I apologize for the well. We both apologize for the audio quality. We had yeah. a lot of technical difficulties. We're not totally sure. Well, what I think we had stuff, a we, we have were, an idea. We were using an old mic, and I think that was causing the problems. But now, we will never use an old mic again. Yeah, we have. We have all the mics we could ever desire. They're all exactly the same. Yeah, we, we got we got new cords. We got a fourth mic that matches the other three we have. So we should um, be good to go now. Yeah. So uh, um, we're not totally sure what caused that audio problem. And also, but, uh, I we think we think it was the mic. And we also, I want to. Yeah, definitely. I want to say it's been fun having the guest. Yeah. But it's nice to just go back to the basics for this one. To not have to worry about what anyone's doing. To just drink and yeah, just drink and talk about a stupid and movie and make fun of stuff. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's what we like doing. That's my why favorite, we do this. My favorite episodes, some of my favorite episodes we've done have been uh, just talking about a movie. Yeah, um, Hellboy 
was a fun episode. See, well, it was for me. We need another movie <laughs> like that. Um, the where, light, the lighthouse, which I'm still obsessed with. See, here's the here's my which thing. Which might be unhealthy, but those are both <laughs> great episodes for different reasons. Hellboy one, they both. Hellboy made me very angry, and I just hated it. And I had a great time watching. And that's you what get made really it f- angry about that. That's what yeah. made it fun. <laughs> Lighthouse, we could actually digest it. It's a deep movie. There's a lot going yeah, on. Like, yeah. This one wasn't either of those. It was fine. We just get to talk about Chuck E. Cheese and Nick Cage. Really. And Five Nights at Freddy's. You know? This is just and, an excuse to talk about that stuff. And you know, yeah, I mean, I could see ourselves doing a FNAF episode. And admittedly, um, us trying to be relevant talking about a new movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest about that, yeah. And uh, definitely expect a commentary coming up in the next few weeks. Definitely, um, yeah. We have something really fun planned for that. And it is going to be relevant to yes. a degree. Um, so look forward to that. Next episode, who knows? We'll see. Yeah. Um, so that was that. Willie's Wonderland. It's fine. It's fun. Um, yeah. It's stupid. Watch it, but don't pay $20. Um, if you're <laughs> a guy that has animatronics in his room, don't just stop. <laughs> just just don't. Yeah. What are you doing? Stop. Reevaluate your reevaluate your life. You know, even they're on, creepy. Just honestly, stop. honestly, guys, even if it's like the singing fish on the wall. That that's count. okay though. No, no, I don't think that every even, uncle on the trailer has that. Yeah, but that's the uncle in the trailer. None of us want to be the uncle in the trailer. I'm you sorry, know what? I'm sorry, Jake. Here's my last remark. <laughs> You either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself be the uncle in the trailer. (laughs) That's it. Uh, See you guys next week. Yeah.